that, 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 that is blasphemy. No. Finally, they did unleash him. No. Ah, this is the... No. Hey, Paul. What's up, bro? Let's give these people something different. Welcome to the PG Sports Podcast. It's me, Far of Sports. And your boy, G. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the PG Sports Podcast. We are so eternally grateful for you tuning in to another week of us talking sports and why we do this. We don't know. We do it because we like sports. But before I get to rambling too much, Paul, introduce yourself for another week of this fine broadcast. Man, I, I'm happy that we doing it again. Can't wait to get into some more NBA basketball. You know how oh, I feel geez. about. Uh, you know how I feel about playoff NBA National basketball. basketball Association ball. I'm ready for it. I'm ready oh, for it. Well, Let's get into it. But as you know, we are into the conference finals. Um, uh, I have to. I have to ask this question before we get too far deep into this. Um, the last time we did a show had. Had Portland in the war? Had they played yet? Yeah. I don't think so. So you're telling no, me that two, it, no, no, yeah, no, they hadn't. They hadn't. It was quick. You know what I'm saying. So wait, yeah, we're going to get deeper than that in just a second. But let's just let's just let's just think about how much that how much happened in the week. So before seven calendar days went by, the Warriors swept the Bucks. Before roughly seven calendar days went by. It was over with. Was oh over my Jesus! We'll get to that in just a second. I just had I just thought about that as I was looking at our rundown for the show. But anywho, we're gonna start with the Eastern Conference Finals because that's the only one that's still playing. We have uh Toronto versus the Bucks. As of right now, it's what two two series. Um, both teams yeah. won on their respective home floors, um, and they done so very well. I must admit, even though I did pick Toronto. I did think game three was going to be their only. I didn't think they were going to win game four because in my eyesight, it looked like it took too much for them to win game three. You it feel did. what I'm saying? And Kawhi, got, uh, Kawhi ended up hobbled. Hobbled, double yeah. overtime, Giannis yeah. filing out. It's like, Lord, it, at home, it took all of that just to get one dub? Like, man. Every, everything <laughs> had to go perfectly for him. Everything it, or, went or so it seemed. Or so it seemed. But they came back uh, game four, got a, a route, what, an 18-pointer? Yeah. Something no, like yeah. that. Yeah, One, 120 to 102, yeah. Yeah, so that's a good win for them. I, they're, keeping, they're keeping my pick alive for this series because everybody seems to be on the books, and I think I'm the only one yelling Toronto at this point, so and they up don't let me down. Right now. They up eight right now. It's 89-81 with about six minutes left. And this game is in Milwaukee. But um, biggest takeaways, first four games, give them to me. Uh, first two games, Giannis looked like the MVP that I think he will be in in the next week or so, whenever they announce it. And the last two games that have been played, mm-hmm. they made Giannis look like one of the others. <laughs> well, well, that well, that game three or game four was twelve points. He had a bunch of rebounds. Yeah, had twenty three boards and like seven assists, I think. But but he turned the ball over constantly. I mean, he couldn't get to the rim. They stopped him from getting to the rack. Mm-hmm. Uh, game game four, he had mm-hmm. a better game, but he still didn't have an MVP caliber game. You know, we'll put it like well, this. I'll I'll say but, this: If Notre Dame is allowed to have touchdown Jesus. Toronto needs a shrine for Kawhi, and they call him Clamp Jesus. That boy, oh, God, that man literally held Kawhi, stopped Kawhi in his tracks. Yeah. For most of that, for a majority of that game, and still being productive on the offensive end. I think yeah. it's safe to say, I think Kawhi Leonard is really a robot. He gotta be. I think he's a, ro- I think he's a robot. I think he's a robot. Like, he doesn't laugh, he doesn't smile. He doesn't wear a sleeve, an armband, knee sleeves, nothing. He just goes out there and clamps your best defender, clamps your best player, and scores thirty. Like he might be a robot, and I'm fine. Yeah. If if he was part Terminator, I would be okay with that. I wouldn't dispute it. I wouldn't fight it. I wouldn't argue it. 
Yeah, Giannis can't be far behind him. <laughs> he he's he is machine like himself. Yes. But yeah, um it's good to see Toronto's making me not to be a fool here, but I love it. Uh I just pray for a competitive series better than the Western Conference Finals. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what oh they, they there was there was a conference they, they you mean they didn't they didn't just put Golden State in the finals they didn't put them there they they went through they went through the technical NBA formality of actually having to win four games but man Toronto choked away three 17 point leads like how you I I was thinking Portland Portland what I said Toronto my bad. Portland choked away 17, three 17 point lead. Here's the thing. I said to myself, is Golden State going to win? Absolutely. But yeah. Dame and CJ can get one game. Get it? The Warriors might go to sleep. Dame and CJ turn up for one game, a gentleman sweep, maybe even two. But a full sweep, break out the brooms? Uh, I, I definitely wasn't expecting that, man. But Hey, they broke out the brooms. I I will say this again, and I I believe I said this the last last time we were on. Yeah, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I did because yeah, that that you you are correct. They we had mm-hmm. they they ended the they ended the series before we did another podcast. But I do, I do remember last time we were on, I said mm-hmm. that while they the Golden State Warriors are not better. Without Kevin Durant, right, they are tougher to guard because mm-hmm. the ball the ball doesn't stick as much. It's it's free flowing the way which they was, used to play, and which they're was comments by which was uh, direct. Not you saying it from him, but uh, Seth Curry made a comment like that as well. He did, he did, mm-hmm. he did, and Steve Kerr has been saying pretty much the same thing for the past few days. Yeah, but while they, I don't think they're better without KD I mean you don't get better when you lose an all world player right? right but as a team they do play better they play more team KD. they play more say, team ball I will say this it's just it's the little things that you don't realize that take away from your game it's like um it's like people in it's like people in those not good relationships, and they always make the statement, somewhere in the relationship I lost myself. Because if it just came one drop, it was like one compromise, and another compromise, and another one, another one, another one, another one, another one. And then at that point in time, you're just like, how did my life get here? <laughs> right. Draymond calls himself, like I'm using Draymond as an example, he calls himself trying to acquiesce to the talent that Kevin Durant, the Boogie Cousins, and that takes away from his game that he is a good ball handler <laughs> and very good, very, very good, good ball. Yeah. Good decision maker, smart decision maker with the basketball. You absolutely. saw many, you saw many possessions where he get the rape, where he get the rebound and he's literally oh, running he down and going. I mean, like 90, <laughs> like 90 miles an hour, man. He don't look like he's looking to score or anything. He like, he's just, I'm going to take off full speed and yeah. figure it out when I get there. But absolutely. that did put a lot of pressure on Portland. And that was a lot of pressure that, they nobody had film for because they haven't ran like that all year. Oh right, and Draymond Dr- didn't have. I mean, he didn't have a good year. He, he until he dropped that weight at the end mm-hmm. of the season. He, mm-hmm. I mean, he was he battled injuries throughout the year. He didn't have his his prototypical year. You know, what I'm right. saying? his number his numbers were down across the board. And this, mm-hmm. hey, I've said this before. That's my favorite player. Right. He, he he wasn't himself this year. But man, that last what month of the season and mm-hmm. all playoffs. Oh, he's been he's been the Draymond of old, <laughs> and then he, with, then particularly with this series with KD being out, he's like, oh, I ain't got to deal with the boogie, right? I, I gotta, can, I can, I can be me. I can be me. It again. was like it was like a guy said too, which was real. I had to think, like, um, the the reason Kevin Durant and Draymond got into it initially. Was because Draymond was trying to handle the ball, <laughs> right? And didn't give it to him. Didn't let him bring the ball up court. Yeah, Kevin Durant. Yeah, Kevin Durant sitting there clapping for it, like, hey, yeah. hey, ball. And I'm, Draymond's like, I'm, bro, I do. I'm this. Kevin Durant. I'm Kevin Durant. <laughs> give me the ball, and then Draymond turns it over, and it all went downhill. Very, went down. very fast. Very. Draymond fast. playing like Draymond is what started this whole thing to begin with. Hilariously enough. Absolutely. So yeah, I found that hilarious that you know he he was able to. 
find where find his role again and play productive as we know him to be. All right, so I think the bigger question we all have to ask at this point is, what do what does Portland do with this roster? They got they got mirror images between Lillard and McCullum, two okay bigs, not really a prominent wing player, but as you've seen, Lillard McCullum can get you a three seed in the tough West. So it's like the roster isn't bad. They just got to get they some some got to change because. The the does Portland know what it's like to win a series without being swept? <laughs> they don't just lose playoff series; they get swept. No, they get this swept. Three straight yeah. years of getting swept. Like, mm. come on! But as we can see, this roster is good enough to get you three seeds for three for for like what three years at this point. But obviously, they're missing something. So let's let me throw this to you. What do the Blazers need to do? To at least avoid getting swept, jeez. Um, I I don't think that any major changes are needed. I think they need a three and D guy. Uh, they need an elite wing defender, not an elite wing. Not a. They don't need a Kawhi Leonard. They don't need a uh, uh, a Giannis. Sometimes uh, they don't need a LeBron, mm-hmm. Paul George. They don't need some somebody like that. Dame mm-hmm. and CJ got outplayed, okay, by a, a better backcourt. But they did. Steph and Clay, while they are better, they are not that much better than Dame and CJ. Because Dame, right. Dame and CJ are, are ball players, man. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So I don't. I really don't think they need much. Nurkic comes back from the knee injury. I, I think that mm-hmm. gives them a huge lift. It allows them to play a little bit differently. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I. I think they're fine, man. I think they just need they need a wing, a three and D guy. They need a, a, a right. decent three and D guy, and they're gonna be fine. I, I don't I don't see I don't see Dame and CJ getting outplayed the way they did again. But to, to you to to that I say this, like using your Warriors comparison, Clay is the teammate to Steph. Meaning Steph's not a great defender, so Clay, this is only gonna work if you can defend. All right, cool. Hey, hey, CJ, Dame isn't that good of a defender. Me either. <laughs> right. What you want me to do here, big fella? Like, we, hey, Dame can get me 30. I can too. Okay. All righty then. Oh. We got two players who basically do the same thing. So, question. Mm-hmm. They can this backcourt lead them to a finals. Yes. You you honestly believe they can lead, they can lead them to a finals. Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. I agree with that. I, I tell you I, I tell you what. what. I tell you what. That? that this go this uh, this can go back to the Blazers, uh, I mean the Warriors with Kevin Durant. Right? Kevin Durant changes their series and Portland wins at least a game, maybe two. You know, you think so? without without Nurkic, yeah, just but I mean, they that Portland was not ready for the the Warriors that they played. No, okay? no, 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 no. Fifth straight not, time Warriors. Not, yeah, not even close. Now, I'm not saying that they have anybody that can come remotely close to stopping Kevin Durant. Right, I'm not saying that. But the difference in the style of play, Portland would have got a game. Portland would have got a game. It would have. But like it. this, it would. It it was like somebody said to. The Warriors without Kevin Durant, ball movement, spacing, pass, 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 open three. They can get off more shots and more possessions as opposed to them with KD. It's kind of dumping to KD, 24 second clock, shot clock, dribble, 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 dribble. He shoots like three seconds on the clock. That's 21 seconds gone. And now that's maybe two possessions they probably could have pulled out of that one. You feel what I'm saying? With that, I agree. I agree. But with that as well, the dribble, 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 that is giving Dame and CJ rest. <laughs> and yeah. Dame and CJ were worn clean out throughout the series. Right. Okay, first, the game, game one, I mean, they were still tired from the Nuggets series. Right. Games two, three, and four. I mean, I I think personally that that the the difference in the style of play they were tired. They, they were they tired, to, and then and then Dame had the rib injury, and yeah, it was. I mean, it, all of that. It was a combination of a, of a lot of different factors. But I think the 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 little bit 
And I, I can't even say the little bit. I think the isolation game with Kevin Durant that helps the Blazers. Right, that helps the Blazers. That slows that the game down a little bit. Win. I will say this: the one thing I saw from the the Warriors, and I'm gonna say something, keep it going, that I thought was very interesting was they brought a level of physicality that I don't think the the Trailblazers were ready for. Because I remember watching a, a stretch of a stretch of some games where Damian Lillard had to pick himself off the floor like four times in a row. I'm talking about he's getting caught on screens and he's going to the ground, and I'm just like. Dame is having to pick himself up off the ground time after time after time. And every time he gets up a little hard, it's like what they say about the quarterbacks. You ain't got a second. Just hit him. He'll, he'll, hit get, him. Tired of, he'll, just, he'll get tired of picking himself up off the ground. <laughs> that'll, That's right. that'll get irritating. That'll get frustrating. That'll get annoying. And that, sooner or later, he might throw you one. It is not all time about getting sex. You just make him have to pick yourself up over and over and over again. And Dame just kept having to pick himself up over and it was off screens and whatnot. And I was like, man, they are. They're really so showing a level of physicality that I don't think Portland was ready for either. But of course, the uh, the the comparison came up about how they play with or without KD. Um, put it like this as a whole, right? Mm-hmm. I knew this series was over Monday when all the sports shows coming off of the weekend was. It wasn't about the series. It was just. Are the Warriors better without KD? <laughs> oh, yeah. They mentioned nothing you about the game at all. Yeah, they you knew it they was talked over nothing about point. the game. The, the, all the commentary was, are the Warriors better without KD? And as you said before, um, no no team is better without a Kevin a, Durant. Durant. But, no, at, no, but no. this team as a whole is built different. So then, absolutely, they they play they play more to their strengths. Yes. without a ball stopper like like Kevin Durant. Which is funny they to play, think about. They, I know that's crazy to even think about. That's crazy to even say, but it's the truth. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They play the way Steve Kerr wants to play without Kevin Durant. Does that mean that we don't want Kevin Durant? Of course not. That doesn't right. mean that. You know what I'm saying? But but I got two knockdown three point shooters that can come off screens and constantly knock down three pointers. Right. And I have a, a a point forward in Draymond Green that plays lockdown defense. And I have a, an, an aging bench guy that gets moved into the starting lineup that is a lockdown def- – excuse me, that is a lockdown defender with Kevin right. Durant out and Andre Iguodala. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it plays to – it just plays to their strengths. No, they're not a better team. I mean, that's that's crazy for anyone to, to even think that. But do they play better? Yeah, absolutely. They play better without him. But it will say, but to that, it was the question, of course, was posed, like I said, on all the sports shows. And um, Kevin Durant himself seemed to take um, a little little sensitivity right. towards one uh, Chris Broussard. He says Chris Broussard basically, basically made a statement saying um, Kevin Durant's worst nightmare is coming true that the Warriors are winning without him, which means they'll probably be, you know, they won't be too big of a grab for him because it's like, yo, we could, we could really do this without you. That's what Broussard said. And then Kevin Durant responds on Twitter, on nothing, well, whatever else, but nothing but Twitter. I see a little exaggeration there, my buddy, my worst nightmare. You sure that this is the worst that it can get? <laughs> right. And it's like, oh, man. So, of course, that caught news. And then um, Broussard, Broussard made, goes back again, talking about, about how they, they how talk they to tech, each other. They talk in text for three, two, three hours at a time. Kevin Durant responds, you, cap, you don't even you cap, have cap, my cap. number. You don't have my number. <laughs> and then Chris Broussard, to me, I think this is where Chris Broussard showed his age. So some IG DM, Twitter DM, it's all text. And I'm like, but it is. Yeah. It is. It's the same thing. It's all the same thing, man. If it's, if I, I, I get where you're coming from, but it's the same thing. It's just it just it's a text that that allows you to have you have access to more people through through DMs, right? Through direct right. messages. But it's a text because nobody else can see it. That's the whole point right. of a text message. 
it's, it's no one else can see it. it's a it's a it's a message to that particular person it is the same thing i agreed 112 percent with chris bruce right. that it's the same thing mm-hmm. yeah no i might not have your number no i might not send you a quote unquote text message but a dm man it's the same thing <laughs> nobody else can see it but you so it's a text it's the same thing Okay, and then the thing that really took this over the edge for me was Chris Broussard making a video. Basically, long story short, saying, hey, bro, you might want your lap. I got receipts. I ain't going to put them out there because, you know, I still have a level of integrity here. But you're trying, you trying to put on your big boy draws and stomp. Remember, bro, I got receipts. Cool your jets here, big fella. And then that's kind of where it died. Now, here's my thing, right? Mm-hmm. Being someone of a younger age, I did consider that a very old man moment because there is play this is it is text okay it is text, but there is a play this there is a difference between saying you DM somebody on Twitter and DM someone on Instagram, then as opposed to having their actual phone number. That's why I said. That's why, to me, I thought he maybe should have said, "Me and KD have exchanged messages." Had he said, yeah. hey, "He might," it's it's he might. It's not the hugest. Like, I'm not trying to overblow it and make like, "Oh, he's no, it's none of that." But had this, it's the word. It probably is kept. To, and to that, I say this as a whole. I think had Broussard is two things. Had Broussard said, "Me and KD exchanged messages for hours at a time." Katie wouldn't have had nothing to say. But I also do think Kevin Durant was being way too sensitive. Like, bro, you ain't even got my number. It's it's DMs, KD. Like, really? Come on, bro. You 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 pick you're nitpicking too much here. You just want to have something to say. You just want to have something to say about this. You ain't got my number, bro. Like, we take And he and he never <laughs> denied the fact that they've conversed as much as Chris Broussard said they have. That's why I said I think had he said exchanged messages that would have killed it before it got started. But Kevin Durant was also being extremely, extremely. KD is sensitive, man. The man sensitive. had a burner account, man. Come on, <laughs> like come was, on, KD. That was like that's, be that for real. A, put like this. That's one. Of the, <laughs> that's one. Of, that's one of the word plays you do when you just arguing with your old lady and you just want to have something to say back. Go ahead and go to the stove. I just got back from the stove. Nah. <laughs> since, you want, since, you, since you want to try and ball somebody around, I just got back from the stove. It's like, right. really? Was that even necessary? No, it wasn't necessary, but you just wanted to say something back. And it's just, he that was extremely nitpicky. You ain't you didn't text me. Bro, we DM. Like, come on, bro. Like, it put like this. As of right now, if you follow somebody on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, you have access to their phone. You have access to them through their phone, which is pretty much on any person at all times. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, I understand that he he was right. You may not have my number to text me, but that was really, 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 really picketive, sensitive, and nitpicky. But you ain't got my number, bro. Bro, we DM. Like, we still talk. Like, stop it. You're doing too much. Bro, the, the <laughs> you got more... Go ahead. Go. I'm sorry. I would say, I, I, that's what I was saying. The out of mind is the devil's playground. Continue, Absolutely. <laughs> the, the, the more KD talks through social media, the more you see why the, the Thunder and Russell Westbrook in particular called him a cupcake. Oh, I'm saying And, I, and I, I like KD, man. And I, I, I hope, I, I hope. The listeners don't think that oh he's hating on no I'm not I'm not because I think it's KD not, is awesome man but he it's is not hate, too but it's, sensitive but it's but it's, it's an objective opinion I'm gonna have one a little bit later but it's like I'll say this I, where I thought you were about to go you didn't go there but I will say this do you think that's part of the reason why the Thunder weren't necessarily too sad about seeing him go either no I think that no 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 I think the Thunder weren't sad about seeing. KD go because they honestly thought Russell Westbrook was gonna de- was gonna learn when to shoot and when to pass and when to steal rebounds. Right. I think he. I think they thought he was gonna turn that corner. So hey, he KD leaves. Yeah, that's gonna suck for us. But it's like, we got an all world Russell Westbrook right here. 
Okay. We got an off-road Russell Westbrook, and it, but it's right here. Put like this. The one thing you can't put like this. He's had his incidents specifically in Utah for some odd reason. But one thing you can't – I think it's to a fault more than anything else. The one thing you can't call Russell Westbrook is thin-skinned or sensitive. He's probably too stubborn at times. Absolutely. But you can't, but you can't call him sensitive or thin-skinned. He's no. he's 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 about as was he's about as tough as a two dollar steak. It's like, and man, that would be, and that's that something to tough. think. Of. That's, that's yeah. like that's like leather tough. <laughs> <laughs> you ripping that thing apart. <laughs> yeah, that's like leather <laughs> tough. That man, two dollar steak. I I hadn't heard that in a long time. <laughs> so Jim Jr. Baby Jim Ross. I love. Yes, him. indeed. Um, just in case, uh, this game just ended. Toronto just went up 3-2, uh, 105-99. Joe goes for 35. And Toronto can pull this series off Saturday at home in Toronto. So we'll see how that goes. So far, my Toronto pick looks great, and I can't wait to go. <laughs> I hope I hope I get to, I hope I get to do that because I will really look like a guru because everybody I know is taking the books. But anywho. Um, that was just something interesting to see that how the thunder. I they some they you started that thought and I really thought that's where you was gonna go with that, but there's it made a lot of sense too that they was like, hey bro, Kevin Durant's great, but he is sensitive. Oh, he's super Lord, sensitive. we can get. Him. Well, I'll say this as a whole. I know somebody who wasn't sensitive this week. <laughs> Magic, Magic Johnson, Johnson. Irvin. <laughs> but Urban Magic let it Johnson, be known what happened. Backstabber. It's <laughs> <laughs> smiling. Yeah, it's smiling. <laughs> I'm talking about. I of course I saw because Stephen A had put it up that Magic Johnson was going to be on first take. So I was like, I right, bet whatever. And then I think that morning, I think I had missed the show. Of course, I plan on watching it. YouTube reruns all that stuff. So I planned on seeing it, and then I wound up scrolling social media, and this thing I know. Rob Magic calls Rob Plinka a backstabber. Whoa, backstabber. Whoa. Now here's the thing as a whole, right? Here's a question. Yeah. Magic. Uh, Rob Plinka said. Uh, apparently he was going around telling people that Magic isn't in the office a lot, which is something that Magic Johnson admitted. Uh-huh. Is that really? Is that really backstabbing? That's not backstabbing. Okay, that I I don't think that's back that's backstabbing. Well, okay, let me let me walk that back. Okay, hold on, break it down. The, the context of that mm-hmm. could could be backstabbing, right? Because if, like Magic said, he and Jeannie Bus already had that understood. Jeannie had that, that not Rob. Okay, but well, well, hold on, let me finish though. Mm-hmm. If if he and Jeannie had already had that understanding that I have other businesses, I'm not going to be in the office every single day. You know how devoted I am to the Los Angeles Lakers, though, right? Right. So if the owner doesn't have a problem with that, mm-hmm. then the guy that is under me, my subordinate, Right. Who are who are you to to tell me anything? I was in the office when I needed to be in the office. Right. You just you just wanted my job. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's the only reason you're saying that I'm not in the office enough and you're beginning to vocalize that and tell other people that I'm not in the office enough is because you want to be the president of basketball operations. You don't want to be the GM. You know what right. I'm saying? So if if that if that is the context of it then yeah, that's backstabbing. If it's just a simple statement, well, hey, Magic isn't really here a whole lot. No, that's not backstabbing. I don't think right. that's something you should say necessarily to the public about your boss or to whoever he said it to. But right. no, that that on its own is not backstabbing. But in the con, I think in the context that it was used, yeah, he he was backstabbing. Definitely. Okay. The to me the backstabbing wasn't the comments; it was the spreading of the information. Mm-hmm. Not the fact that he said Magic is in the office because Magic said I wasn't in the office. Okay, I get it. But then it, I bet you it came to a point where Rob was telling everybody with an open ear, 
And Magic oh, yeah. in the office at all. Yeah, ma- Magic ain't never here. <laughs> you know? Magic, I, I'm doing this by I'm myself. Like, Magic is myself. never here. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you he's trying to get, he's calling himself trying to gather some people, I guess get some people on his side. Maybe not turn against Magic, but just get people on his side. And all he's doing, all those people are doing are being like, what? Real? Right. Hey, Magic, Rob talking real greasy. Guess what? Guess what Rob's saying, man. (laughs) Yeah, Rob just came in here talking real greasy about you, dog. You ain't never in the office. He doing this by himself. You don't know why they hired you. You got too much stuff going on. Why you even here? Like, Lord, gee, he was talking mad greasy about you, big fella. That's all they was doing. They just ran it back and telling him. And and to me, that shows just how green Rob Palenka is in this situation. Because, like, you're dealing with someone like Magic Johnson. Even if Magic Johnson – Magic Johnson as a whole, right? Yeah. You're not going to win an NBA battle with him. You're not going to win a PR battle with him. He's Magic. Everyone He's Magic. He's yeah. Magic Johnson. Everyone loves Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson could have took the job, got paid $6 million, and didn't show up for one day of work. No one would have a bad thing to say about Magic. Hey, hey, I, Magic was obviously busy. Like, hey. You know right. <laughs> some, some, something came up. He couldn't some, be here at that time. Some, right. No one would have a bad thing to say about Magic. He's freaking Magic mm-hmm. Johnson. So what would make you think you could even go up with him and be like, and talk real greasy about him like he wasn't going to find out? Like, no. You know, I, I will say one thing about the whole the interview that mm-hmm. that I was kind of surprised by was right after Magic announced that he was resigning, mm-hmm. the 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 reports came out about the emails that were sent out from Rob, uh, again alluding to the backstabbing, but from mm-hmm. Rob to Jeannie, but Jeannie was either blind copying or copying magic on him. So magic is seeing everything that Rob Palenka is saying about him, you know, <laughs> and, and, and the back and forth from, from him and Jeannie. I, right. I, I was, I was very surprised that didn't come up because I, I, the only reason I could think it didn't mm-hmm. was that Jeannie may have kind of poked magic as well, kind of to appease Rob Palenka and he right. didn't want the, he didn't he didn't want that out. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, like they close. Yeah, say because he's he'd always said you know how close him and Jeannie are, and it's oh, like yeah. okay, I'm finna I'm finna air out Rob, but I'm gonna let Jeannie make it. it. He's like I'm gonna let Jeannie make. Well, put it like this. He put it is that's the one thing he's tried to do. He tried to he tried to flip the point the narrative, and Rob is being this backstabber and try to keep Jeannie. Clean. Out of harm's way, yeah, yeah, but I yeah. think he still wound up throwing her in it he by did. alluding to the fact that he said he was told that he was supposed to have more autonomy and more power power in making choices. But he said very point blank when it came time for what those decisions that I should have been making, we had too many people in the room. We had what some dude, what was dude's name? Please tell Tim me. Tim Harris. Name. Tim. What Harris. was? Who is he? I have no clue. Who is he? Like, I mean, why I, are you I, here? Can, I can tell you. I mean, I can I can tell you his title, but who is he? I have no clue. I don't know. Bro, like I put like this. I understand Magic is a very nice guy. He got the big smile. You know, he's a tall guy. Probably, if he didn't smile so much, he probably looked fairly intimidating. And from what I've gathered, he's always trying to win out of his way to make people feel welcome and comforted. But in that meeting, well, I think we probably need to go with a. Hey, bro, who are you? <laughs> yeah, why? Are, why are you? He's. I mean, he's the president of business. This is like, not that you're not on the basketball side. This is my world, bro. Who you are know? you, Jeannie? Yeah. Why is he here? Why is he here? Seriously, why is he here? Like we we have no use for him. What? Why is he here for? Like if you'd have said it just like that, I wouldn't. If I if someone would have showed me that and said, "Hey, Magic just ushered the dude out the room. Why he ushered him out? Because the he's from the business side talking basketball. What? Then we should have." What is he doing right. here? Go, shoot, go. Absolutely. You, ain't got no, you ain't got no business over here. We ain't talking money, facts, or budgets, or the next promotion for the next home game. Go, go make, <laughs> Go make us more marketable, Tim Harris. Leave the basketball choices to me. <laughs> to us. Like, I don't, why are you even here? Why do people even know your name? Right. Like, people know his name now. You can readily recall his name, and you have no idea what he does. <laughs> like, it's, that's bad. That's, like, that's bad. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
And then, but in that, and that's what to me, I think that's what showed a little bit of her. Um, um, what's what I'm looking for here? Forget what? it. It shows that she don't really know what she be doing. Yeah. She don't know what she doing. She does. Like because it's like it's her. It's her, then it's like Kurt Rambis for some odd Linda reason. Linda Rambis. His wife. His wife yeah, for his some wife, odd reason. Yeah. Then it's like the guy you hired, you're not listening to him. This guy from the money team is over here. It's like, who's in, who, who are you listening to here? It's too many voices. Like, it's too much. That's it. You, you, I understand you need to have a situation where, you're, where you're, you have open, where you're open to ideas. But when it comes time for decisions, you don't need that many people in the room. No, you. I mean, you can't make. You can't come to a sound decision with that many voices in the room. It's not gonna happen. No, you can't. Everybody's you not can't. gonna agree. You know. And then, and then to me, all that does it. Well, I'm saying, I'm sorry. Um, and to me, all that does is speak to the dysfunction of the Lakers mm-hmm. as a whole, which is a statement I made earlier this year. Yeah. The Lakers don't know whether they want to go full fledged LeBron or go full fledged rebuild. Yeah. <laughs> It's like they're trying to do both at the same time, and you can't do both at the same time. You're either going to trade all these young players, get some vets, and make this three-year run for a title, or just let LeBron go, and we just keep Kuzma, Ingram, and Lonzo, and we just build off that and see what happens. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, they they, they have no direction, <laughs> and that's Jeannie Buss's fault. Yes, very much so. Jeannie Buss's fault. But, um... I will say this. Uh did it it would did it surprise you how absolutely candid he was without actually being prodded? <laughs> yes, it, it did, but the more after he did it, people started coming out and and saying, "Hey, that's you know, you like you said before, Magic Johnson, people are going to agree with Magic. So we've never really seen Magic have to be quote unquote defensive about anything, you know what I'm right. saying? So, but but from what Pat Riley said, Magic always and has always spoken his mind and said exactly what was on it. You know what I'm saying? Regardless mm-hmm. of who liked it and who didn't like it, he's always spoke his mind. So after reading, at first, yeah, initially, absolutely, I was like, wow, he just aired all the dirty laundry, you know? But right. After reading up, reading reading up on it more about people that that have dealt with magic on several different levels in the past, saying, "Hey, mm-hmm. that's magic. That's magic being magic." I, I wasn't as surprised as I was initially. Okay, question. So, do of course this came up during the interview. Do you think he owed LeBron James a phone call or a heads up? No, you don't think. And so I said no. And I only say no because this is Magic Johnson, right? If this had been if this had been David Griffin, right, with the with with the Cleveland Cavaliers, man, you better call LeBron. <laughs> no, I'm I'm Magic Johnson, man. Yeah, maybe I could have called you, like he said, but I didn't. That ain't what I wanted to do. I did what I what I felt was the best thing at the time. Yeah, and I and that was something I found out was very interesting as far as like people have discussed Magic Johnson's track record. Like you have the Magic Johnson TV show, wasn't working, walked off. Tried coaching, didn't work, walked off. Like tried the Lakers GM his- coaching, didn't like it, walk off. Like he he is if he if it, if his heart ain't hundred percent in it, he gone. He is he gone. I mean there. that's his mo. That's his <laughs> that's his mo. So I mean I get LeBron feeling some type of way because he is LeBron James, but man, Ma- Magic doesn't owe you. That's this is Magic Johnson, and we're talking we're talking about the L.A. Lakers, okay? Mm-hmm. This is Magic Johnson, okay? One of the greatest Lakers to ever play. You're one of the greatest basketball players to ever play, but you 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 just got to L.A. a year ago. I don't owe you right. anything. A lot you of people know? said that he was owed more of a he was owed more of a respect because he oh, wouldn't man. have been in L.A. if it wasn't for Magic, and ain't no telling what type of juice Magic gave him. To get him to come, and then all of a sudden, now he just pew, got on down. But I, I, I mean, and I get that, but he's still gonna have that same juice because he's LeBron. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't see. I, if, like I said, if it was, if it was a, a regular guy or somebody that's not as as name worthy as 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 Magic Johnson, 
then right. yeah, you you need to call LeBron and be like, "Hey man, I'm out." I'm not saying that you try to get Le- you try to allow LeBron to change your mind, but you right. you owe him a courtesy of letting him know, "Man, this is Magic Johnson we're talking about, man. Magic don't owe nobody a thing, especially anybody within the Lakers organization." <laughs> I, don't, I, I I don't agree with that. Now, and here's and here's the last thing I want I want to I want to speak with you about as far as this is concerned. As far as the on court situation for the Los Angeles Lakers this season, preferably this uh, free agent cycle, was something that is uh, very pivotal in whether you know the LeBron legacy, the Lakers, the championship, whatever. Right. So, what type of effect do you think this interview Magic Johnson had? will have on this impending free agent season? I think it has a huge impact for everybody other than Kyrie. Being up, wait, positive or negative? Negative. Absolutely. Oh. I mean, you, it is, it is a, it is a, a organization. I mean, they're the Lakers, but it's an organization mm-hmm. in complete dysfunction, man. I don't want to, I don't want to go, play in LA I mean LeBron's there hey that's great but I don't want to go play in LA man and, and they don't know who's gonna make decisions I can't mm-hmm. no nah, I can't I can't put my career in your hand like that and then California sale the 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 taxes in, in California are astronomical and, and, and they you know don't have water <laughs> and they and they don't, and they don't have, have water, water. But I'm I'm just saying the the money it, the money is one thing. You go to L.A. because you want to play for the Lakers organization. Well, that organization right. is is trash at the moment. You know what right. I'm saying? The organization as a whole, the front office is and that's coming and this is coming from a Lakers fan, Lord. From a, a diehard Lakers fan, man. Shout out to Laker Nation. But I mean, I gotta call a spade a spade. If it walk <laughs> like a duck, if it walk like a duck and quack like a duck. It's a duck. Yeah, the Lakers organization—they <laughs> are—they are in shambles right now, as, as the organization is concerned. And I, if I was a free agent, I'd be like, "Eh, may the Lakers? Nah, I don't mm. think so." Kyrie Irving, hey, he wants to go back to LeBron. You know what I'm saying? You think I, so? I you, think it's, you think it's that? I, you think it's that dead set? I no, 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 no. I don't. I don't. But it, it's definitely a possibility now. It's right. a possibility. No, I no, I think he still wants to go to New York to one of the right. New York teams. But I mean, the Lakers are definitely a possibility. LeBron needs him. You know, I, I was, and I said this. Um, I'm with you that this will have an extremely negative effect. Magic went on TV for one reason: to clear his name. That was it. Of course, he he went on TV. Solely to clear his name. He told us, well, I still want to have a hand in helping the Lakers return to greatness. How? After you just add out all the Lakers dirty draws on the clothesline in the middle of the street. <laughs> like Everybody riding by can see y'all dirty draws. You put them up there. Thompson, howdy ho, neighbor. Like, no. You can't help somebody as you just, you're just clown, as you're just smearing them all over all over TV at this point, airing out everything. Like he didn't keep it, keep it vague. Oh, you know, we tried some situations, had some things, just didn't quite work out. I decided to go a different direction. No, Rob Link was talking crap about me. Jenny Buss got way too many people in the room. I shouldn't know this kind of information. <laughs> I'm Absolutely. a dude. I'm a. I'm a guy who works a regular job in 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 Southern Mississippi. I shouldn't know this information. I shouldn't know that. I shouldn't know the name Tim Harris. <laughs> I shouldn't know this kind of information. But he went on TV for one thing and one thing only to clear his name. And I think he did it. So he did. Mission he accomplished. Did <laughs> Irving yeah. Magic Johnson. Mission accomplished. Now he he wasn't really worried about who all he had to get in the crossfire on the way out. But uh yeah. He went on TV for one thing. To, he went on TV for one thing, but to clear his name. But um, I have thought because you, you had mentioned Kyrie and Kyrie going to the Lakers, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm the Lakers or any team, I'm giving a hard look evaluation at Kyrie Irving. Okay, I'm gonna ask you this question. 
Mm-hmm. Kyrie's entire time at Boston, did it seem as if he spent his entire time trying to quote quote fight the Brad Stevens way? Uh the Brad I, Stevens system, we, the Brad Stevens offense. We've said this before that Brad Stevens system doesn't need a Kyrie Irving. Right. You know. So I I I don't think Kyrie was was all that bought into that, you know? Okay. I really don't. And here's now I don't think so as well. But then upon a look at it, right? I had to think about it. Without going into a long soliloquy, mm-hmm. long story short, Kyrie Irving, I think he should have bought more into the Brad Stevens offense because of the simple fact that two point guards Brad Stevens had, quote, quote, in this offense, he's propelled them to astro- to numbers they'd never seen before. And Kyrie yeah. is way better than those two guys. Let us not forget, people were literally yelling about Isaiah Thomas being an MVP candidate. Yes. Terry Rozier, a second-round draft pick, he got a nickname messing around with <laughs> Brad Stevens. Uh-huh. He, like, he, like people are still looking at that Terry Rozier like, yo, that's a treasure. Brad Stevens yeah. got buried under there from a from almost from a, a run he had almost two years ago. Yeah. yeah. You're right. And I mean, yeah, you're it's, right. And it's crazy to think that he couldn't get himself out of his out of his own way enough to be like, yo, he he made Isaiah Thomas. A, a MVP candidate, Terry Rozier is. People are just waiting him for. People are just waiting for this contract to be over with. They can't. There are teams out there that can't wait to sign Terry Rozier from a run he had almost two years ago, and then you're giving him Kyrie, a guy who's way better than those two guys will ever be. But I think Kyrie being caught up on this whole, I want this to be my team, my way, my thing is what really ate his time in Boston. And I think nothing signified that more than him saying, well, I was eight for 22. I should have shot 30 times. What? <laughs> no. Why no, would you? you shouldn't. You shot 104 times and got two points. Like, I still That's blame Brad Stevens for that. Because at some point in time, hey, Kyrie, sit down. <laughs> you yeah. can't sit by me. <laughs> I still bring uh, Brad Stevens for that, but I think he might have knew he was gone. He might like, yo, we might have to eat it this year and just let his stock go down. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's something because I don't have another explanation as to why you a dude shoots that bad for a stretch of, for that long and you don't just sit him. Like, I'm your starting point guard. Not anymore. <laughs> nah, not have no more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I ain't coming to the game. You wasn't doing nothing anyway, Kyrie. <laughs> we'll hey, we'll still send you your check. Your check will be in your locker. You can come get it tomorrow. Like, I just I just don't understand it. But that was a thought I had, had the other day that if I'm a if I'm a team during this free agency period and you're looking at Kyrie, I think you might need to have a chance to pause for a second because this man couldn't even buy into us. He couldn't play. He couldn't even buy into LeBron. And LeBron got this man movie deals. He got the Uncle Drew movie during his Like, before he got there, he was hurt at Duke. He scored a lot, got his face kicked in, and that was Kyrie Irving. LeBron gets there. All of a sudden, people are arguing between him and Steph as the second-best one-two point guard in the league. He becomes the Uncle Drew, gets the movie, all of that. But what's he do? He wants out. Go to Brad Stevens. Like he might, he didn't have a choice for Brad Stevens. He was, you know, given Brad Stevens because of the trade. But right. he gets to Boston, and it's shown that this man's system works. Like, yeah, maybe ball movement, ball movement, ball movement, shot, but you can still get buckets. Like, MV, like Isaiah Thomas wasn't the MVP candidate off of luck. Like, there was, he was out there under that Brad Stevens system, still getting buckets, and he couldn't buy in long enough to even see if it worked. He just to me it seemed like he just fought it from day one. If he couldn't oh, yeah. go ISO and dribble, like if he couldn't go ISO and dribble for twenty one seconds, he just he just wasn't with it. He wanted to be Uncle Drew, man. I mean that's why he <laughs> said he was leaving. That's why he said he was leaving Cleveland. I, I want to be a. I want to be the man. I want to be the point guard. You know, and that that was uh uh they were though him and Brad Stevens' system are diametrically opposed to each other. 
you know, the way he plays and, basketball. And it was just crazy that he couldn't even at least get himself out of his own feelings enough because it's not like the system as he was shown didn't work. Like, we saw it. Isaiah Thomas was right. the MVP candidate. He was okay before he left. Their great MVP caliber run, and he hurt his hip, of course, and he's been missing ever since then. Right. Like, and that's why I was just like, wow, that's crazy that a lot of people are really hyping themselves over Kyrie Irving. And he's actually been in two very good situations and were unhappy in both of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, that says been, a lot about two, Kyrie. Yeah, because he was in two very good situations. Like, no matter if LeBron is the man or not, like, bro, you're going to the finals every year. You're playing you what was what's this? You're playing in what you're playing in June. Like everybody else is done. It's you and Golden State. Like all eyes are on you. Like that shot you hit over Steph Curry was incredible. Why? Because it was in the finals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that shot in game 57 of the regular season. No one cares. It's a cool oh, highlight. Gosh. It makes ESPN, yeah. but no one cares. But that shot matters. Why? Because that's game seven in the finals. That sent mm-hmm. that sent the Warriors home. Like so he wanted out of there. Then he gets to Brad Stevens where it's shown that his system makes you look good. We're talking about Jason Tatum and Terry Rozier. Like, oh, man, could this be the run that the award that the Boston needed? And he gets into it and shoots eight for 22. So I should have shot 30 times. Why? <laughs> Silly. But anywho. Did we get it all? I oh, mean, I think we got it all. Oh, yes, we got it all. We got Magic War. Yeah, we get yeah, 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 yeah. We got it all. So anywho, got it all. Um got it all, man. Well, let's uh give my socials and whatnot, big fella. Man, as always, y'all check me out on farsports.com. Uh check us out on Facebook, PG Sports Podcast. Uh check us out in the group, PG Sports. Please leave comments. Hey, uh start a topic up. We love to respond. We love to see other sports views other than our own. You know, uh, mm-hmm. check us out on on Twitter at PG Sports Pod, Instagram PG Sports Podcast. Please continue to like, rate, review, share. Please share. Definitely share and continue to support. They said once again, you can go to our four minute social medias given to me by my uh, by my esteemed co host here. Uh, once again, sir, it's been a pleasure coming here and doing this show with you once again. Always, always. Let's go ahead and give go ahead and give me your sign off, man. Man, as always, thank y'all for listening. Catch y'all next episode. We will catch y'all next episode. Peace. <laughs>